Hello everyone and welcome back to the Layover Podcast. This is one of two of the last episodes for August before we get into September's themes and September's stories. If you haven't already subscribed, go to thelayover.com. We send out a newsletter every single Thursday. It's a joy to write and also a joy to read all of your responses. And September's theme will be available tomorrow and announced tomorrow. So you can go to thelayover.com slash submit we are getting sexy in September. That's all I gotta say. But without further ado, in episode 16, Motung Ryo shares a story about finding the courage to take up space by facing her fears head on. I hope you all enjoy episode 16, Confronting Fear. I'm trying to think back to the point where imposter syndrome started to spread in my body infecting my thought and behaviour. For a while, I actually thought maybe I've always suffered from imposter syndrome. But digging a bit deeper, I realised it started at university. Being uprooted from my multicultural city, landing at a predominantly white university, where seeing anyone who looked like me was equivalent to an alien sighting. The syndrome of manifesting itself in me as I started to feel the need to spend time justifying my presence or dodging microaggressions instead of actually focusing on the reason I was there, to study. When you're one of the few black faces in a white space, can you avoid imposter syndrome? Maybe, but I'm definitely not one of those people. And now, while I'm on my career journey in global development, I realise that imposter syndrome has made a home in my mind and body. I work in a sector that works to serve black and brown people, but doesn't centre them or give them any agency. Walk into any organisation and you'll be doing the alien sighting again. The imposter syndrome is made worse because I'm not where I thought I'd be in my career. I thought I'd be running the world by now. <laughs> okay, not really. Loki kind of, but, but truthfully, I thought I'd be further ahead. Instead, I've hit a wall. And a ceiling. And a dead end. And basically, everything that seems to be in the way of me being where I want to be. And considering the society we live in and the sector I work in, I recognise it could be the racism and the sexism and the classism. <laughs> or maybe I'm just not that good. And yes, we don't often see black people progress in the sector, but if I was that good, then I'd be further along by now. So take this lack of progress and add multiple rejections to the mix and the perfect cocktail. Honestly, what makes it harder is that life has always shown me that it's all in the right timing. I know something is waiting on the other side. I often question it, but 99% of the time, all the things I thought I wanted at the time I wanted them would not have been good for me. But it's hard. It's hard to not think it's a me thing. It's a daily challenge. I spent the first six months of 2019 feeling so low because of my self-doubt, which did nothing but hurt me. And I'm not someone who does well when I feel stuck. So I took some time out for myself. I went to New York in the summer. It was a much needed break. I had an amazing time. I used that time to remind myself that I can't let one situation determine the feelings of my, about myself when I have so many other things going for me. I have an amazing community of people who see my value and my worth. 
imposter syndrome goodbye. Then lockdown came. Back to square one. I mean, what do you do during lockdown except think and reflect? These last few months, my feelings of imposter syndrome have intensified massively. Maybe it's because it's given me time to really think of my passions and ambitions and the dreams I want to realise. In the same vein, I'm asking myself if I'm the person to do them. I'm having to confront my fears around them. Confront the conflicts and the questions and the tension with ambition and ego. A typical conversation in my head consists of me going around in circles about the importance of telling my story and then immediately asking myself if I think my story is worth telling. Telling myself that life waits for no one, so you might as well do the thing you want to do. And then immediately thinking that's the ego talking. And telling myself that we know that black women don't get to take up space in this world. And then saying, that's so true. But let the other black women take up space. Round and around I go. Imposter syndrome is so rooted in fear, at least for me. The fear of being found out, whatever that means. I don't know what I'm scared of, being found out. Maybe it's of someone saying I'm not that good. The fear of someone thinking I'm doing all this work for ego and not with integrity and not with purpose. And my God, the fear of failing. I often wonder if that's why I have a need to always make sure I can show the work. And I know it's not cool to say, but I like working and doing and being productive. But I often have to check myself. I'm now asking myself, am I doing this for me? Am I doing this because I think I need to prove something to someone? I know that people are going to think what they're going to think and only a fool would waste energy thinking about other people's thoughts and opinions. But yes, you guessed it, I am the fool. But the truth is, most of the time, people don't really care. And it's not a bad thing, just everyone is living life and trying to figure out their own shit. And as black people, especially black women, living in the West, I realise I come into a world that's built on a lie, that tells me that I don't deserve to be here, I have nothing to offer, and I'm less than, unless my contribution is toiling on some toiling for someone else. And I've been believing that life for too long. I say that the truth will set you free. So what is the truth? The truth is that I do deserve to be here and take up space. And my ability and my ambition and my dreams, my desires are all valid. And my work deserves to be seen and my story does deserve to be told. And if the space doesn't exist for me in the world as it is, I get to make it. I get to carve it out, I get to put my home there and I get to stay. I need to stop making myself small because I'm only doing myself a disservice. So these days, I'm holding this truth much more closely. Does this mean imposter syndrome is a distant stranger? (laughs) Definitely not. I mean, I was dealing with imposter syndrome when thinking about doing the submission for imposter syndrome. But I fought the fear, and every time I confront my fear, and every time I put myself out there, and every time I fight back that lie that I've been told I win, I believe that we win. However, I find one of the things with imposter syndrome is that people never really tell you how 
they deal with it. So this is what I'm doing. I'm doing, I'm starting the thing that scares me. I'm doing that Instagram post that I would have overthought for absolutely no reason. I'm reaching out to people that I'd otherwise think would have no time for me, who would have rebuffed my idea. I'm also giving myself time and the space to feel sad about the rejections and the dead ends, but then putting energy on the things that I am passionate about and that I can control. Probably, most importantly, I'm doing my best to look at my thought patterns, recognising what and who triggers my imposter syndrome, being much more careful and intentional about whose opinions I ask for, Reminding myself that nobody can care about a thing the way that I do. Hear me clearly. People can care about the same thing as much as you, but not in the same way. I have something different to add because I'm a different person with a different perspective. And so I'm cancelling out the noise. At least I'm trying. And I'm actively seeking community. And I'm trying to be more vulnerable, which I absolutely hate. (laughs) But... I believe that when you offer yourself, you get so much back. So that's how I'm dealing with the imposter syndrome. I'm letting go of the fear bit by bit by doing the things that I've been putting off, the things that scare me. And it doesn't have to be the big stuff. Like I said, it can just be that Instagram post. It can just be that conversation with someone that you otherwise wouldn't have had. And it might sound silly, but it's little actions like this that I believe will eventually form habit. And I'm at the early stages, so I don't have an amazing success story about how I achieved and overcame imposter syndrome. I wish I did. But this is a start. So I'm taking it as a win. I'm slowly starting to heal myself from the infection of imposter syndrome that has settled in my mind and my body. And let me tell you, it feels good to be healthy. I hope you all enjoyed episode 16 of the Layover Podcast. To find more from Motunrayo, go to Instagram at instagram.com slash M-O-T-U-N-R-A-Y-O-X. And you can find her also on Twitter at underscore underscore M-O-T-U-N-R-A-Y-O. As always, thank you all so much for listening. Every share, like, comment, review, especially on iTunes, helps very, very much can't wait to introduce september's theme and i really really can't wait to hear these stories i might write a story myself as always thank you all for listening i will see you actually in the next episode because there's two episodes to end august